Welcome to the Higher Love Podcast, where I make understanding the spiritual world easy. If you are wanting to connect with your most authentic self, unlock your greatest purpose, and learn unconditional self-love, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Chatel Krentz, self-made entrepreneur, psychic medium, self-love coach, and cat mom to my orange kitty, Winston. As your personal self-love coach, I am dedicated to help you understand how to use the spiritual world to your advantage, enhance your daily life, and raise your vibration to the highest heights. This is a space for you to acknowledge how to become the boss of your life and start loving every ounce of your days. Thank you for tuning in with me today as this new journey begins. Has life been more negative than normal for you? Maybe you've been feeling some old feelings like an old wound that hasn't been taken care of and you're not understanding why they're just randomly starting to come up now when it's been years since you felt them. Well, just like an old wound will not heal without the proper care, neither will your feelings. When we decide to hold our feelings with inside of us and then never see them again for years to come, all you're doing is sweeping them underneath the rug for you to lift up the rug to see them at a later time. And the problem with that is that the hump is going to get so big that eventually you're going to trip over it and knock right down on your face. Your feelings don't ever go anywhere. When you sweep them under the rug, that's where they stay until you present them again. And that's what's been going on with me. I haven't felt my depressive feelings in a long time. So for me to feel depressed was extremely weird. It's literally been like probably five, seven years since I've been truly depressed. I was so uncomfortable within these feelings. I just wanted to avoid them. Natural. But instead, I embraced them with open arms and tried to figure out why I'm feeling depressed today. Hello, and welcome to the Higher Love Podcast. My name is Chatel Peters, and I am your host. In this episode, I share four ways for me to get out of my depression episode that I was just currently in, and now in like the tail end of it. I'm not going to say I'm 100% out, but I'm definitely seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. There are specific key tools that I have been using to get myself through this depression episode. And yes, one of them has been acknowledging my feelings instead of ignoring them. In this episode, I did do a Facebook Live. So if I sound a little bit more farther away or a little bit more quiet, that is why. And I was also interacting with people on my Facebook Live as well. So you will hear me talk about the comments that come through. If you would like to be a part of one of these Facebook Live recordings, then all you have to do is just add me at Chatel Peters on Facebook. I also have a business page that is also Chatel Peters, where I do live readings, psychic live readings um, that you can be a part of as well. So join me um, on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. for your personal live readings, and then join me at my personal page for. Uh, these live readings, these live recordings that I do just like today. I hope you like this episode and let's begin. I was um, having a conversation earlier in the day and I was explaining how 
anxiety and depression can feel and like how basically like self-sabotaging can feel. And if you are curious about what I'm doing with my microphone, I am recording. I'm also doing a Facebook Live. But I really just wanted to hop on here and share because I've been feeling way better in my skin lately than ever before. And if you are live, comment hello, let me know how you're doing, let me know how your day is going, like comment live or comment, hey, I want to I wanna interact with you. But um, I really just wanted to share some tips that are helping me get through this depression that I was in. Now, um, I haven't been depressed in quite some time. So going back to these depression feelings has been, hi, Crystal, um, has been a very like weird feeling for me. It's been very uncomfortable. It's been very different. It's been like un like opening up an old wound, right? That has been like had a band-aid on it for a long time. And I've just been feeling all these feelings that I haven't felt in a very long time and it's been so freaking weird. But I've been going through them. And lately I've been like, okay, how can I get through this? Like Yes, I'm going to therapy. Yes, I'm working on myself. But all in all, like, how do you get through depression? Since I haven't been depressed like this since I was like 17, it's been, <laughs> it's been crazy. Like, it's been super weird for me to um, experience my depression again. I have been um, pretty uncomfortable in it and just trying to like figure it all out, trying to figure out why it's here, what's going on, all that stuff. So, when I started to think about like what depression like truly is down to its core, I'm like, okay, so it's really just being stuck in the past. It's really just being stuck over what has happened in the past. So how do I get through that? I realized that I was not being thankful, first of all, for every single day. I was taking advantage of what I was going through every day. And I was, I like lost my gratitude sense. I lost my ability to be grateful for the things that I already have in my life. And I definitely felt like that was one of the biggest reasons why I was losing myself um, in this depression. So I started to kind of go back and think like, how can I get through this? Because the therapist can only do so much. Let's be honest. The therapist can only do so much. So I started really thinking about like, what do I do when I feel good? And my number one thing that I do is I write a gratitude list. Seasonal depression, postpartum was worse. I had, I had it with Grayson. Yes, people around in this area have seasonal depression. Um, and it's, it's bad, but I would, I didn't have, like, I wasn't going through seasonal depression. It was, it was in the summertime actually. And you know, it was when you were supposed to be the happiest, right? Um, but postpartum, obviously I have not dealt with postpartum because I haven't had a child, but I have had heard that postpartum, it can be really hard to deal with. It's very real. Um, it's very alive and postpartum can definitely be something that, um, a lot of women struggle and I, I haven't gone through it. Um, and if I do, and you know, I'll probably sit here and talk about it, <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm not there yet, but seasonal depression is something that I was going through. Um, and or seasonal depression is something that I do go through, but I'm not going through it right now. <laughs> Actually, I have 
been more grateful for daylight savings. And like, I get that, you know, when it's five o'clock, it's dark. I get that. I'm traditionally super upset about that. But for whatever reason, like this time, I'm waking up feeling so grateful for those bright mornings and just realizing that like the sun comes up so much earlier now and before we had really short mornings and really short nights and at least we have one thing that's long like let's be honest we have one thing that's long so um I am so grateful for our for our long mornings like I woke up today and I was like oh I actually see the sun because you know you wake up every other time and it's like pitch black outside I want to see a therapist. I think that's amazing. And then I had, oh, I went to see a therapist. <laughs> um, and then you had panic attacks and I was hospitalized for depression. It's, oh my gosh, depression, depression is real. That is scary, Crystal. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. I'm here for you too, girl. Um, that's hard. That is so, that's hard. Um, I've never been hospitalized, but when you have, like, I definitely know that postpartum depression is like on a whole different level, on a whole different scale. So what I started to do when I realized that was super deep in my depression is I started to think about what I do when I'm not depressed. And I realized that I didn't have any type of routine going for myself. I was going back in those old habits of waking up um, right before I had to leave and not giving myself a lot of time to get ready. And I definitely am the type of person that wants to get ready every day. I don't have kids. I want to take advantage of that. I wasn't doing that. I was like doing basic fair minimum minimum for my face and like not really doing my hair, throwing it up in a bun, not trying to wear cute outfits, not meditating, um, not really focusing on eating. And um, yeah, I just noticed that like I wasn't journaling. I wasn't doing the things that I usually do when I am um, in a much positive, more healthier place. So um, with that being said, the very first thing that I did to really start to get myself out of this depression is I started writing down what I'm grateful for. And when I tell you when I started writing down the things that I'm grateful for, I literally was writing down like every morning I do this. I am thankful for my breath. Okay. Like literally I am thankful for breathing. And the reason why it's so important for you to be thankful for those things is because when you are focusing your whole entire atmosphere around negativity, when you are thinking about how miserable life is or how miserable life makes you or how sad life makes you or whatever it may be, that's actually what you're attracting. We attract what we feel and think inside, okay? So when we are thinking negative and we are not focusing on the things that we are grateful for and we are thinking about the things that make our life worse, that's all the universe really has to work with. That's all, you know, your spirit guides really have to work with. So I'm here feeling sorry for myself. And let me tell you, I... I really appreciate a good pity party. I'm very encouraging of a good pity party on yourself. Cry it out, you know, do what you gotta do, punch a punching bag, uh, you know, just scream on the top of your lungs, have a bath, whatever you gotta do. I 100% encourage, you know, a good sorry pity party because you have to release it. But when you stay there for too long, that is when you get depressed. That's when things feel funny for you. That's when things are like, I'm not really sure about this. 
and it was so, it was so, I can't, I cannot describe to you how weird it felt not being depressed for years, for freaking years. And then I turned 29 and then all of a sudden I felt depressed again. It, I literally, the biggest way that I can describe it is like, you know, having like an old wound on your arm and you, you kept the same bandaid on the, on the, um, wound. So you, nobody sees it, but then someone rips it off of you. And then you're just like, Oh, Oh, that's there. You know, it just, it, it feels crazy. And I, I really did. I had to think about what I was not, what I was not doing now that I was doing when I wasn't depressed. So, um, like I said, you know, gratitude list. I'll, I'll, um, I have my, my book right here. I'll share with you some of the things that I said that I was super thankful for. Um, cause like I, I really get in depth. So, um, you know, here five, I start, so I didn't know where to really start. Now I just sit there and write, but I didn't know where to really start with my gratitude list. So I've started to write like five things I'm grateful for. Um, I said my grandma for gifting me her car, you know, Zach is Zach support Winston. I literally said that I'm grateful for my cat because I am. I love him. Um, my mom and Rob for just being amazing parents and in my stay at home income. Because these are actually all of the things that are going right in my life. These are the things that I couldn't see that are going right in my life. But my depression state, my depression state of mind forgot about all of these things. It forgot about all of the things that I have to be grateful for. And it was lying to me. I was lying to my internal self saying that I don't have anything to be grateful for, but I do. I have so much to be grateful for. It's like anxiety. It pops up and says, hey, I'm here. So true. <laughs> so true. So the next thing that I started to do to really get over this hump of depression is I started to be mindful in the moment. When you are depressed or anxiety, you are everywhere else but here. When you're depressed, you're too, too, too busy thinking about the past. When you are anxious, I, I have, I've gone on both spectrums, okay? I went through the most insane depression I have ever felt in my entire life. It was something else. I never want to feel that type of depression. I mean, anxiety again. Did I say depression? I meant anxiety. I have, I went through the most insane anxiety of my entire life and I never want to go through that anxiety again. This anxiety that I felt recently, um, this year was like, I was walking on pins and needles and like my body was just tingling 24 seven. It was, it was, it was bad. So, um, Crystal says, I need to meet your mom's sweet. Oh my gosh, you do. He's awesome. You would love him. But, um, so when I was feeling this type of anxiety, like I had to lessen my body down. I had to get a grip of myself. When I'm in this, when I'm in this depression mode, I had to get a grip on myself. And one of the best ways to do that is being in the present moment. And a way that you can be in the present moment is you can literally feel what's around you. So what do you feel? So I feel my desk. I feel my microphone, right? I feel, I feel my shirts on my body. What do you taste? 
Do your senses. I taste my spit. Um, water. I have a cappuccino in here. Um, what do you hear? I hear my voice. I'm very present when I'm talking about this. Um, I hear my voice. I hear it speaking, right? Um, I can hear my finger my fingernails on my desk. Um, what's the other ones? Touch, taste, hear. Oh, smell. What do you smell? I um, don't, I have a horrible nose. <laughs> I have a horrible nose. I don't know. I smell like my microphone, I guess. Um, I smell this yummy cappuccino inside my mug. Mm, I love the smell of a cappuccino. If I had a cappuccino candle, I would be so happy. Um, I don't remember the fifth one. Can someone remind me the fifth one? Hear, taste, smell, um, touch. What's the fifth one? I'm blanking. But so that's number, that's tip number two of how you can get yourself out of the, the depression. Um, number three, tip number three is visualization. So when you are depressed, you are down in the dumps and all you can focus on is the negative things that already happened to you and that you're going to be happening. So when you are depressed, you don't really think much about like future things. You don't really think much about positive things that are going into your future. You think that everything is just doomed. So what I started to do is I really started to visualize, first of all, like I said, grounding mechanisms are great, being present in the moment. So visualizing at any given point, I was am visualizing, first of all, a protective bubble around me so I cannot leak my energy and other people cannot leak energy into me because other people can make us depressed. Other people's energies can make us and affect us in a way that can make us depressed. So visualization. I visualize a bubble around me at all times so I'm protected in my own energy, but I'm also rooting myself to the ground. I'm visualizing roots from my feet to the ground. So then that way I can feel like I am rooted. I am here. Okay. I'm not going off or going down, right? I'm here. I'm rooted into the core of the earth. I am one with the earth. And tip number four is going to be meditation. So when I was feeling depressed, let me tell you, the last thing I wanted to do was meditate, okay? I didn't want to meditate, but let me tell you, it is one of the best things that I could have done to get myself out of this depression. And the best time to meditate is in the morning. But I put so much pressure on myself to meditate right when I wake up because I know that's the best time to. And I was talking to my therapist and she's like, it was like, I usually have my appointments at, at Friday, um, on Friday at 9am. Okay. So I either am going to meditate before the, that appointment or I'm just not going to do it. I literally meditate at like 6 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm not kidding. And I literally feel like if I don't meditate at that time, what's the point? What is the point? But again, that's just my depression speaking, right? That's that depression, like, oh, well, you know, you're not good enough. Like, you you didn't meditate when you were supposed to, so why would you do it anyway? Um, No, that it couldn't be more true. I was talking to my therapist, and she's like, have you meditated recently? She knows how well that is for me. And I was like, honestly, no, I haven't. I usually meditate in the morning time, and it's been hard for me. I don't want to meditate, um, you know, in the afternoon. And she's like, Okay, I understand that meditation is best for you in the morning, but wouldn't it just be best for you to meditate at any given time? And I was like, I mean, it could be. And she's like, really, like, what are meditating 
um, one time throughout the day is going to be better to, better than not meditating at all. And let me tell you, I looked at her and I was like, you are so freaking right. <laughs> you, she was so right. I couldn't argue with her. She was so right. Wow. Wait until you read the message I sent you. It's like you knew what I needed today. Oh, oh girl. I'll definitely get back to you when I'm done with this live. But, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, so I would meditate and I would like just do a very basic meditation. Like you like sometimes, you know, I just want to do this like super awesome, like heavy, intense meditation. But when I'm just depressed, I don't want to do a crazy meditation. So I would do like a five minute morning meditation and I would have like a really good, um, you know, start to my day and I would, um, wake up. Um, this is actually going to be tip number five. This is a bonus tip. So if you stayed for this long, you get a bonus tip. By the way, your makeup is on point. Thanks, babe. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be a bonus tip. Okay. This is going to be a bonus tip. So one of the biggest things that I realized that I was doing when I was depressed is I realized that when I woke up in the morning, I instantly looked at my phone. And the reason why I looked up at my phone um, right when I woke up in the morning is because I didn't want to hear the thoughts that was going on in my mind. I was like, you know what? If I just look at my phone quick enough, then like, I, you know, I can ignore all those thoughts. But truth be told, if you look at your phone the moment that you wake up, you are instantly causing yourself so much unnecessary anxiety and depression and just all this nasty sorrow inside yourself. And honey, let me tell you, you do not want to do that, okay? That is something that you want to avoid at all costs. And that's so easy. Wake up in the morning and do not look at your phone. I wake up, go to the bathroom, do my skincare, brush my teeth, sit down on my meditation pillow. I sit down and I journal and then I look at my phone. Remember that protective bubble that I was talking about? This is what I mean. We need to protect our energy. And when you first wake up in the morning, your subconscious mind is wide open. What does that mean? That means that your brain, that means that your mind is a massive sponge to anything that you absorb, anything that you read, anything that you see. It's going straight into your mind and it's going to set you up for the rest of the day. So if you're scrolling through and you see these super depressive things like that, I, I'm sure we've all heard of the, the Travis Scott incident. If you read that the moment that you wake up, I guarantee you are going to start manifesting sad, depressive emotions throughout the day. Because your subconscious was wide open when you first saw that. Versus if you let your phone down and you did what you needed to do, you, you know, went to the bathroom, you did your skincare, you sat down, did 10 minute meditation, and then you woke up and then you er, woke up and then you went on your, your table and you did some journaling and then you saw your that Travis Scott thing, your your subconscious is already gonna be closed. So you're already going to have your protective bubble around you and you're not going to be so opened. You're not going to be 
so opened to whatever comes into you. You're going to be like, um, maybe I probably shouldn't look at that. Your thoughts are going to be more protective of the way that you're going to view things in the morning versus when you first just wake up. So those are my three, my three, my five tips, you know, four plus a bonus, um, a way to get through depression. And if you were walking into your depression right now because of the season going on, I highly suggest that you get something called a sad light. Now, this is definitely something that I'm going to get in my future. Don't have one right now, but I really want to get one. A sad light is a seasonal affective disorder light and it mimics the sunlight. So if you work from home like I do and you don't see the outside a lot, um, this could be really well for you because it actually will mimic uh, the chemicals in your body that um, that happens. Like when you see when you walk outside and you see the natural sunlight, you know, chemicals start flowing in your body and you start getting, um, you know, you get uh, uh, vitamin D and like all this good stuff. This light will actually mimic that chemical imbalance, chemical reaction in your body to um, help you be happy, to help you feel those serotonin feelings inside. So um, I hope this helped you guys. And thank you so much for everybody who's live, who um, took the time to watch me and comment below. And yeah, I love you guys. If you have any questions, you can reach out. Mwah. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today while you connect more with your authentic self and raise your vibration. I am so excited to connect further with you and to continue to make understanding the spiritual world easy. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star review as it helps me continue to keep sharing with you. If you would like to connect with me even further on social media, find me on Facebook or Instagram at Higher Love Index. Remember, you are amazing and right where you are supposed to be. Catch you later, love.